How do we build our dreams when we don't know what we want? Learn how Flaunt solves this problem in five bold and glittery steps with radio host Laura Cheadle. Using a combination of best girlfriend discussions and therapy-based exercises, listeners are taught how to build their dreams and live their sparkle. Flaunt. Find your fetish. Laugh out loud. Accept unconditionally. Navigate the negative and trust in your truth. Hello, welcome to Flaunt, Build Your Dreams and Live Your Sparkle. I'm Laura Cheadle, and in today's show, we are going to focus on sparkling in a huge way. Whether that huge way is a little bit, or it's really breaking through some enormous glass ceilings that you have constructed for yourself, it doesn't really matter. Today, we are going to focus on getting you to the next level, and to be blunt, we're going to focus on getting you to the next level in terms of money, career, satisfaction, all of those big things that a lot of times people are too shy to talk about. And how we're going to do that today is by interviewing an amazing spiritual business coach um, named Amanda Francis. Her whole website is amandafrancis.com, and it's a great website to peruse. Um, But she is just going to be here today to um, kind of introduce herself, her business, what she does, her philosophy on manifesting money, masterminding, you know, businesses, and breaking through to the next level. So with that, welcome to Flaunt, Amanda. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. I am thrilled you will be here. So, like I said very broadly and very generally in the introduction, you are a spiritual business coach. What does that exactly mean? Can you kind of tell the listeners about that? Yeah, it's funny because um, I was never really big on creating a title. I'm like, it, it doesn't matter what I call myself. Like in different circles, they might think of me as like a business coach or an internet marketer, or a spiritual teacher, or whatever. But the reason I often say, um, you know, when I'm being interviewed or whatever, spiritual business coach, is because my clients are spiritual, spiritual people. They're spiritual people who want to use their gifts and their callings to make money and change the world, right? So yes. it's not that I have some, like, so, I mean, I just am combining energetic and spiritual principles with practical business strategy every day, practical and spiritual combined, to help women propel themselves into the world, basically. And women specifically, or do you kind of work with everybody? Um, no, we have men. We have men show up over the years. I think I have a big heart for women because I kind of grew up in a world where women just acted like they got married and and, and died, right? So I was always like, why Mm -hmm. can't women earn too, you know? So no, we have have men and women, um, but primarily women probably. No, that makes total sense. And I love what you said. It's the whole paradigm. Men have always been the bread earner. Um, Women, it's not that we're totally new to the workforce, but – we're, it's still only been 50 or so years that women have been in the workforce. And yeah. I still think we believe, well, some of us still believe, some of us don't, that we should be paid less. I know, it's wild. You know, it is. I'm like, 
I know. I come from like a lower middle class family. There was no one to pay for my college. There, there was no one to give me a loan to start a business. Like th- this thing was going to work if I did it myself, you know? So it was mm-hmm. never like, oh, I'm a woman. Can I do it? It was like, well, I have to eat. Like what's the other option than doing it, you know? So I think right. I'm at that generation where we even – we might be the first generation who knew that was an option. You know what I mean? My mom stayed home. I might be the right. first generation that even thought that this was, that I had an opportunity as great as men to create whatever I wanted. And do you think for the most part that um, women are successful at doing that? And I guess what I mean by that is there's still a lot of that old guard um, who are controlling corporate America, and I feel like yeah. even though most of us get it, sometimes that there's the last remnants of those people out there that don't quite get it yet. Yeah, you know, I've coached thousands of, of men and women at this point. I've coached thousands of people at this point. And the thing is, men seem to be more comfortable, you know, walking into the boss's office and questioning their bonus or, you know, haggling going back and forth in the negotiations of their salary and women still feel bad. Like, shouldn't I be grateful? Shouldn't this be enough? Hmm. Do nice girls ask their boss to break down their bonus or whatever? And it's funny how men, in my experience, men more view it as their right and privilege to earn as men and women more go like, wait, who am I to ask for that? Right. And I think that's part of the reason we have such a discrepancy still. The wage gap is still occurring. I agree. I absolutely agree. I know um, before I started this whole line of work that I'm in now, I was a corporate attorney for 10 years. And when I left, I remember feeling really scared, I mean, quite honestly scared, to go into my boss's office and say, you know what, I'm considering leaving work. I felt like I needed to ask him for that. And you're right, there, there was kind of that idea that, ooh, nice girls don't do this, and I am a nice girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, nice girls don't do that, or who am I to do that, or shouldn't I be grateful, or um, what else do I hear a lot? Like feeling that, you, that um, it would be greedy to desire a life that, you know, felt better, a life on your terms, that that would be greedy or selfish or wrong. Women seem to have all these layers around many. And, that, like, I've had many men. Like, I have um, – one, one of the things my company does, the company I started, is create digital courses, like online trainings. And I've had mm-hmm. men and women in the money mentality makeover both have many blocks and many history and many stories to work through. But I just consistently – women just tell me these stories around like I'm allowed to want more money you know what I mean well like of course you can <laughs> you're going to put your kids yes. in better schools you're going to buy clothes you feel good in you're going to do things to make your life better to make your family better your community your state your city the world you know what I mean it really us living beautiful lives really has this like butterfly effect on humanity and we feel bad for wanting it Absolutely. And I'm glad you just broke that down kind of point blank because there is kind of that hush-hush that, ooh, enough is enough, and what would I use that for and why would I be entitled to it? Well, hey, if you want it, you should have it. It's, there's no difference in, one, in wanting money than in wanting a relationship or wanting kids or wanting animals or wanting – it doesn't matter. If you want it, perfect. Make yourself happy. 
Totally. Well, to the universe, like, it doesn't matter at all. Like, energetically, it doesn't matter. Like, I've had many women say, like, but will, like, God, the universe, whatever, work with me around this desire when, you know, I want Chanel and a Mercedes? I'm like, uh, yeah, the universe is yeah. care. Like, you choosing to be an energetic match for money, you choosing to be available for money, you choosing that you deserve money, you being willing to be guided to make choices and decisions that allow you to receive money, the universe isn't, like, um, how do I say this, like a moral dictator analyzing whether we deserve it for this or that reason. Like in my experience, the women who have signed up for my offers or worked with me personally, they do use it for good because they want a beautiful life. They want to help their friends and family. They want to contribute to organizations they believe in or buy products from companies that feel good and right to them. Like in my experience, good people do good shit with money and for us to worry yes. about it like it's gonna change us or make us morally corrupt is is kind of ridiculous mm-hmm. no i love that and you're right it's not necessarily telling people that kind of that fake story i want money so i can give it all away it's i want money <laughs> right. so i can enjoy it for myself but then you're right i can buy organic food perhaps and then that will support yeah. organic farmers and then yeah. you know that will support other people and then I will be beautiful and happy and I will smile at other people and truly a smile can change their day too. And then we're all happy and it's all good. <laughs> right, it's all connected. It's all deeply, deeply connected. And us yeah. being happy and designing lives the way we want them does make the world a better place. And in practical ways, like you might give money to an organization and in little simple subtle ways, like you just said you're going to smile at the guy at Whole Foods, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's all good because sometimes that literally is life-changing, and I don't take that lightly. I, you know, same thing in my work with clients. There have been people who have come into my office and have said things like, I was so depressed until I got my coffee at Starbucks, and the barista was so tuned into me, and I felt so much better, and that day was my turning point. And you think, okay, right. it's a barista. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Totally. Well, so, yeah, yeah. Many things can shift us, so we can help shift other people. I was just having a conversation with a friend who changed the life, it sounded like, of a New York City cab driver. She was just in the cab, and he was really distraught about making the wages for the day to break even and to make enough more to buy Christmas presents. And she just gave him like a little pep talk on expecting the best, you know? And it was, wow. it was little, and it was simple, and it was short, and it was brief. But if he hears that little moment from her and he opens his heart a tiny bit and he becomes willing to receive other information of that kind, you know the world mm-hmm. will provide. Like his life, can, that could be the turning point moment. Her just being a happy, beautiful person that can afford to run around New York City all day because of the business and life she's created, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, I love that. I love just the simplicity of that. And it's not about what you contribute necessarily to the ACLU, although that could be nice. It's those little moments because the little moments are more often than not more important than the big moments. I think it gets to be all of it. I think we get to go around being led in ways we are led and feeling good about the choices we make. It reminds me of this time. You know, I have a decent-sized online following And I had made a decision inside of my Facebook group. I have this Facebook group called the Spiritual Badass Boss Lady. We have like 28,000 people in there. And I made a decision inside the Facebook group around how people were allowed to promote and not promote their work because the group had started to feel really spammy and I didn't feel comfortable anymore. So I 
let everyone know it was my group and here, here's how it was going to work. And I wasn't trying to be nice and I wasn't trying to be spiritual and I wasn't trying to make any move or play any card. I was just telling the truth. I was just being authentic and telling the truth. Mm-hmm. And a few women who didn't like it started this kind of thread about me. And it was supposed to be anonymous, but anyone who was kind of in my world or circles knew it was about me. So there's like these 30 women kind of gaining up on me, talking about how I pretend to be of love and light, but really I'm just like a mean girl. I'm uh, the Regina George of coaching. And they're just going, oh. And I, I know. And I, my response was, you guys, I mean, well, I didn't respond to them in the thread because who has the time? I actually a digital course called Queen of Hearts. It was like yeah. uh, my, sub, my subtitle was, so it was Queen of Hearts, uh, grow your biz, share your soul, take no shit with Amanda Francis. And the first line of the sales page was, they called me the Regina George of coaching. And then I just told the story. And what I kind of said is, you know, I'm not trying to be spiritual. I'm not trying to be nice. I'm not trying to place in certain role. I just am who I am. And I am someone who understands energetic and manifesting principles. And I am someone who understands a lot about business. And I combine the two to help women to make difference and make money. And I'm proud of what I do. And I'm not here to impress you. But I think mm-hmm. so much of the time, we think we need to be approved of and, and where people like the way we do things and where it fits into some role. And, and to to play on your point, I don't have to give money to an organization to be spiritual or philanthropic or to be enough. Like, I can live my life and use my money my way. I am a good person. I will use it well. And, and we make it so much more complicated yeah. than that. And you're so right. That spiritual looks a whole lot of different ways. And spirituality looks different in the northern part of the country than it does in the western part, than it does in the southern part, than it does. And that's all fine. And we can all have that free will to control our own spirituality and use our money our own way. And, oh, my gosh, it's your group. <laughs> you can do what you want in your group, even if you want it to be a mean girl. It's your group. A million percent. A million percent. And the funniest part was that I wasn't actually me, and I just sat, I sat boundaries. I did what I did. It was strong. It was firm. It was whatever it was. Who cares? But in res- the response, the things that they were saying about me was really mean. And it was just kind of funny how we um, project the things onto others that we are, that are, like, disowned inside of ourselves, you know. And I was just watching it, you know, getting screenshots from friends all day long, watching it, like, going, man, they don't even know that I'm just like a mirror, that the situation that triggered them is just a mirror for, like, work they have to do. And that's all oh, of us, yeah. all the time. We always have our own work to do, you know especially when we think we've accomplished something and that we think we're on the right path, usually that's when some of the deeper work comes in and slaps us. And then we go, oh, I really thought I was making some progress, and I was, but ow, there's way more. Yeah, we're always human beings. We're always triggered. We're always, you know, I can, the main thing I teach on is money, money manifestation. (laughs) And, like, I've grown my revenue significantly. We'll easily hit, like, 1.5 million this year, and that's, like, you know, Yay. a lot for me, right? Like, I'm, pr- I'm proud of that. Um, but even in the midst of me being a money teacher and daily dealing with people's limiting beliefs around money, my limiting beliefs around money come up every launch, every new offer, every time I raise my prices. Like, it's not – we never arrive. We never get perfect. We're just willing mm-hmm. to do the work, you know? 
And, you know, earlier you said you came from, a, you know, a middle-class background. It's not like you were this millionaire trust fund person and you don't understand that people have limiting beliefs, that you've probably been there too. Oh, well, yeah. I think that's honestly why, like, the universe picked me to be this person with, you know, the heart to teach people about many is because I think my, my limiting beliefs around many were some of the darkest, most stuff I've ever seen, you know. Uh, but, yeah, mm-hmm. I dedicated to shifting the beliefs, changing my mind, assuming a new energy one day at a time, you know, for many, many years. So, you know, my business is seven years old, and I would say I started working on money stuff when I was, I read the first book when I was like maybe 13, but really dug into it when I was maybe 19. I'm 32 now. I mean, it's been many years of being fascinated with how we either block or attract wealth. I mean, it is the, mm. the call of my heart to work on this. But yeah, working on it with others means I have to continue work on it with myself. I really do know what it was like back then when I was broke, and then I know what it's like today to still just be a human being that gets triggered. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I love that, too, because it is a passion for you. It is a calling of your heart, and I bet you grow through your clients as well. I bet they bring up things in you that you think, oh, wow, didn't know that was still there. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, the world is just a mirror. It's all just a lesson all the time. So whether the random mm-hmm. person on Facebook is triggering you or a client's reminding you of something you need to work on or no matter what it is, I mean, the lessons will show up. It's just getting to the point in life where you view it all as a lesson, you know, and you're just willing to do your yeah. own work and less of when you're going around being like, oh, my God, you can't believe, can you believe they said that to me or can you believe they put it on Facebook? Because then you're just reacting all day long. You're not actually looking at why you care, you know? Yes. Yes, you're absolutely right. And what I also love is that you took that negative and you created a course around it. And that's right. just so funny to me because now you're making a lot of money on that course <laughs> and a lot of other people are getting this, these fantastic benefits from that course and it all started because they were mean. <laughs> I know, and I literally, I'm, try, I'm going to run the numbers real quick of what we probably made on that course. Easy $100,000. Easy at least $100,000. Um, <laughs> I ran it with people who paid during the early bird just to run a number, and it came to 97000 and and over half the people didn't sign up during the early bird. So, yeah. That's so funny. I know. It's, it's hilarious. I mean, a friend of mine said, send them all thank you notes, Amanda. <laughs> send them all. But not mean, bitchy thank you notes. Heartfelt thank you. Like, thank you for moving me along my path, you know. Because, yeah, I have, I guess, six digital courses, and most of them are about a year and a half or two years old. And, I, you know, I relaunch them, I resell them, and then I create new bundles, new smaller products, new trainings. But I hadn't created a full-blown all-encompassing digital course and you know, like a year and a half or two years. And I had been wanting to, and then these women doing what they were doing kind of, I, and that's what I said when I, you know, when I was my own good PR and I wrote about it on the sales page, I said when they were talking about me, I knew it was all fuel. I knew I would use it all for good because my mm-hmm. intention is to use everything for good. And my intention was to create a new course. So, of course, when you're open and willing and not just blaming everyone for everything, it will come together for you. Exactly. And that is the miracle of the universe. You're being open to it, and here it comes right in your lap. Yeah. <laughs> Showed up yeah. 100%. <laughs> 
Oh, exactly. Now, with these coaching, with these classes, do you see people one-on-one? -on -one? Do you primarily do um, group sessions? How does that work? In case any listeners are thinking, well, what is a what is a business coach doing? How how do I get in touch, and what what can I learn? I do so many things. You know, my offers range from a seven dollar training on becoming Facebook famous is the name of the seven dollar training to a hundred thousand dollar coaching package. I mean, there is such a range. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I have digital courses, which are pre-recording, pre-recorded modules that take you through like a six-week or an eight-week course, and there's workbook and, and homework and audio and video to take someone through whatever process they're desiring, you know. So, like, money right. mentality makeover is clearing limiting beliefs around, uh, around money and setting new energetic expectations and standards for how money works for you and, and that. So, there's, there's a lot of courses, and then there's smaller training bundles that, um, you know, I sell for like a couple hundred dollars. There's just such a range, and um, then there's so much free content. I put out a vlog, a free vlog every other week. You can find those on YouTube. I'm super active on Instagram. My Instagram story is full of tips and tricks and strategy all the live long day, and my Facebook as well. And then there's the Facebook group I mentioned, the Spiritual Badass Boss Lady. I mean, there's tons of If you go to AmandaFrancis.com, you'll find yourself in the right place. Perfect. Yes, it was my intention to see more of your content before the interview, so I just knew more. And I apologize I didn't get through all of it, but I did look through some of your free stuff and some of the meditations. And yeah, there's a lot of great stuff there. And I know you've got another bundle that expires tonight, and I kept thinking, well, I'll just buy that. I'll just buy that today and start going through it. And that didn't happen, but I'm probably going to buy it anyway and just go through it. <laughs> because it's the day got away good. from me. Yeah. yeah, let me. I'm gonna actually. I'm gonna turn that into a tip, actually, because one of the oh. things I've done really well in my business is repurposing content. So the Boss Lady Holiday Bundle, the one you're mentioning that expires tonight, you know, it yeah. is trainings I recorded for a mastermind two years ago. But it's it's such a good business training program because there's modules on branding and modules on money and modules on uh, authentically telling your story online, and there's just like. There's all of this training. So I just bundled up these 18 hours from a couple years ago and turned it into something and sold it, and women are just, like, dying over it. But one of the things I Perfect. always do in my business is every time I record anything, like if I had a copy of this interview we're doing now, every time I yeah. record anything, it either becomes a bonus for a digital mm -hmm. course or, it, or I send it to my private clients or I use it as a vlog or I make it part of a bundle, like the holiday bundle we just mentioned. Like, I, just, I think if you want to do the online thing, if, like, you want to create, uh, if you want to create an online presence, an online brand, the best thing you can do is record everything you ever do and be, be willing to sell it 5,000 different ways. I think that's a great idea. And what a great tip for a lot of people because people do think, I need new content for everything, and then they record the same different thing 10 different times, and they've <laughs> yeah. a lot of time and a lot of effort. Yeah, and it's silly. It's silly. I mean, it's kind of incredible. Sometimes it just feels like pulling money out of thin air when I just remember content that I have from this or that. I'm like, oh, wow, we could bundle that up, and I could record, you know, maybe I record two new trainings, and I bundle it with these five old things all on the same topic. I release it into the mm -hmm. world. I can, pull, I can throw together a sales page in about, I don't know, three hours. And it's, it's right. kind of funny how easy I allow money to be now in my present state because of the, the mental work and the energetic work I've done around money. It's not 
it's not inclusive to the fact that I work online and that I, that I'm a coach. Like I've watched women right. do it in many industries where they just get a little smarter and a little more inspired and they shift the way they previously thought they had to earn. Yes. I, I totally, I can totally relate to that. I had a friend, oh my gosh, it's probably been 20 years ago who sold Mary Kay cosmetics, but the way she thought, she could sell anything to anyone all the time because she was honest about it, because she was present, because she just saw opportunities and things that the rest of us would go, huh? How did you just do uh-huh. that? So yeah. you're right. It doesn't yeah. matter what your brand does or what your business is. It's that the way of thinking and the way of allowing that money to flow in. Yeah, and, and deciding that it gets to be easy. It's so, it's so funny that, you know, even me doing all this work, sometimes I start to act like money has to be hard (laughs) and like the next offer and the next sell strategy has to get more sophisticated and more complicated now I really have to grow up and do it this way or that way like we and it's just so it's just so funny how easy it gets to be when you decide that you're someone that money that you're someone which money comes easily to you know what I'm saying yeah I do I do and I just like again just the simplicity in saying that because you're right it's we a lot of people in the United States have the belief that hard work is what will get you there. And it's not that hard work won't get you there, but it, you're right, it's shifting that belief. Money comes to me easily. And I enjoy what yeah. I do, and I'm passionate about what I do. So it's great. It's, it's not every day dreading it. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. Having significant joy in it. Um, yeah, I think I say that one of the reasons I think money has come so easily to me um, is that when I think about money, I associate it with joy and gratitude, and those are, you know, scientifically very high vibrations. So I think when mm-hmm. I think of money, when I think of sales, when I think of my business, my clients, my offers, students in my courses, when I think about any of those things, I feel so much joy and so much gratitude, and that's an incredibly high vibe. And to me, that vibe is very wrapped up in the idea of money. So it's like synonymous. It's like joy and money go together and gratitude and money go together and God and spirituality and money go together. And it's this big all encompassing thing where I get to live a beautiful life, help a lot of people and get more wealthy all the time. I love that. You're absolutely right about that vibration, but I never thought about it like that. I love that. That's beautiful. Yay. Perfect. Yay. I think that can help a lot of listeners too. So that's perfect. I was interviewing a Hay House author probably a month, month and a half ago, who in her former life was a worked for a debt collection service. And it was amazing mm-hmm. because what shifted her view, instead of being the bad guy calling people and saying, you owe me money, she shifted her perspective around because she knows how horrible and oppressive it feels to be you know, under a burden of debt. So she shifted her whole thinking around to, I am helping you alleviate your burden of debt. I am calling you and helping structure, yeah, pay plans so you can get out and so you can have pride and you can have joy and you can now start paying your bills. And just because of that shift in her thinking, of shifting that vibration, she became, and I can't remember the statistics now, but it was like the company's number one debt collector in a period of like three months. (laughs) It was insane. That's so good and it's so true. You know, so we have a lot of payment plans, like for my digital courses and bundles, you can get on like a payment plan, like a eight-part bi-weekly plan or whatever it is. They're all a little bit different. 
And it's, so I have to have someone who works for me who is payment retention. She is emailing those people going like, hey, it looks like your credit card number changed or expired or whatever. And there's been a couple hey. times where she's felt, she's felt burdened by the job. She's felt tired of requesting money. And I'm just, yeah. I, I go back to, you know, like, Megan, we have to do this with the intention of they love to pay us. They want access to the content. They do want access to the content. We want them to right. have the content if they want it. We're just trying to get this set and settled, in a, and we're, we'll rework their payment plan if we need to. We'll change the payment date if we need to. We'll do whatever we need to do for them. But we have to approach this as a joyful act of allowing people to receive the content they desire in an exchange mm-hmm. for money, you know, because it's a business. That's what we do. So, but it's so right. funny how when we'll, we'll do a little pep talk, and I'll remind her of how we choose to think about this, you know, and then she'll be like, oh, my God, like, you know, $15,000 worth of payments <laughs> got settled today. And I'm like, of course it does. You, like, right. it's just our attitude with everything. It's funny how when we shift our thinking to service and to taking care of others and to taking care of ourselves and and how everything shifts, like your friend or, you know, that author that was a debt collector, mm-hmm. when she shifted it to service, it all fucking flowed. And when we shift it to service, and I remind everyone of why we're asking these people who have fallen behind on their payments what's going on and if we can help them and what they need, when we do that from service, of course it works out in our favor. Like, of course it does. Yes. So we just want to make everything yeah. right in a way that feels good to everyone, you know? And that is true, too. You are offering them content. You are providing a service that's not only just a service, it's a wonderful, valuable service that is intended to get them to a higher level. So why wouldn't they want it? A million percent. And I try to, I try to um, approach it like you don't have to be embarrassed to let us know that you need to break up your payment or push back your payment or whatever. Like you're a person – we're people. We're not a crazy corporate machine. We're actual human beings on the other end of this email who just want you to have what you want. You know what I mean? Like there doesn't right. have to be some shame or guilt or we're going to be mad at you. Like, you know, it's just we, we, I want them to have the great content and I want them to not have one more bill over their head that they feel like there's no way they can pay. You know what I mean? Right. And the funniest is, the funny, this is the weirdest thing that blows my mind. When they, you know, have access to the content and they do the work and they do the modules, they start having the experience of, like, money's coming out of nowhere. I'm able to pay my bills. I didn't know how I was going to make the second payment or whatever. And it's like when they are avoiding the payments and avoiding mm-hmm. listening to the content, they don't, they don't let money flow. So it's like it's just a sabotage, I feel, often. It's like they don't make the payments. They believe they can't make the payments then they can't listen to the content. It's just, when, it's just another way of like sabotaging themselves from receiving money. Because once they listen and once they pay, then they have something to work with and their energy can shift. you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, it's funny that you said that because that's so true with so many different things. I do a lot of weight loss coaching. And the people who are really interested in health and losing weight come to my fitness classes, they do my hypnotherapy, they join my group, they do the work, and then the, and they lose weight. And the people who don't show up online, who don't read the, you know, the stuff that I send out, who don't do the content, who don't show up on, they don't lose weight. And it's, it's just kind of funny. <laughs> 
It is funny. And it's like we just, until we, I think the bottom line with what you and I are both saying right now is like once you really want it and you decide that you want it and you decide that you can have it and it's possible for you, whether it's weight loss or money or whatever, once you make any decisions and you show up, you can do the work. You know what I mean? You can totally get what you want. It's available. It's accessible. Like you can do it. But when you're telling stories and you're avoiding and you're not showing up, you just sabotage yourself all day long. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. So what is coming up next for you? Do you have any new bundles in the work? What are you looking forward to in 2018? 2018 is going to be so good. I'm, so, I'm really excited about, the, about next year. So um, Money Mentality Makeover comes out every year in February. So I'm super okay. jazzed about that. But it's just my favorite launch and my biggest launch every year. And this year I'm doing some really cool stuff. I'm recording some new modules. I'm re-recording some old modules. I'm just having a big Money Mentality Makeover celebration. So that's exciting for me. Um, I have a book that will be done in early January that I'm going to launch in the spring. And I'm really excited about my first book. Um, Yay! What other thing would I think would be a good, like, starting place maybe for listeners? Like you said, there's the Boss Lady Meditation series, which is free. They can go ahead and go to AmandaFrancis.com and just dive into that free content. Oh, then there's also the Drop the Money Struggle Bundle, and that one's a nice one because it's a low-cost bundle, but I give everyone the the price they pay toward the bundle off of Money Mentality Makeover when it releases in February. So they get their money back, which I think is a fun thing I've done. Um, Yeah, so I'm going to go big on all the many content early in the year. And then I just go through my cycle of releasing stuff I love. I have a mastermind starting in early January. My branding course will come out in the spring. I mean, I'll just cycle through all my content. I mean, it's fun because I love my content. I love my work. And, like, my primary job is to just, like, grow my audience and keep creating yeah. and believing in my shit and talking about my shit. Like my job is like really cool and not that hard. <laughs> right. Which is why it's fun and which is why you're good at it and which is why you're authentic about it and which is why your brand of spirituality is your brand and nobody else needs yeah. to call you on that. <laughs> right. I'm not yeah. that. So good. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Well, that's really fun. Now, one other thing, I'm sure some listeners are thinking, business coach, I don't have a business. You don't have to have a business to work with you. This can be if you work with somebody, if you work for somebody else. It can be if you're a stay-at-home mom. It can it can be oh, for nice. anybody. Okay. Yeah, especially, especially my content on money. Some of it is geared, like some of it's geared toward business. Like Course Creation Queen is a course geared toward creating digital courses. Like that's specific. But like the Drop the Money yeah. Struggle Bundle and Money Mentality Makeover. I mean, man, we've had teachers and attorneys and stay-at-home moms and, man, I just, so many people from so many different walks of life who had a major shift in how they experienced money. And, um, you know, I've watched many women manifest money through their husband's jobs through, I mean, the stories are endless. I had a girl walk into uh-huh. a coffee shop and a landlord from 10 years before was like, oh, my God, I owe you $1,000 from that house or I had, I had a girl in the course, um, she's in network marketing, someone who walked up to her door, knocked on her door, and asked her to buy a, the truck sitting in her backyard that she had, like, forgotten about. Like, she was in the country, there's a truck in the backyard, and asked her to buy the truck. And she was like, I had no idea. I have you set a financial goal in the course. She was like, I had no earthly idea how I was ever going to hit 
the goal. I have them manifest it within 30 days, how I was going to hit my 30-day goal, and someone knocked on my door and handed me cash and drove off with that truck. That was like her grandfather's truck or something. Like, she didn't care, you know? Right. Oh, my gosh. I love that story. That's amazing. And I also like you. stories. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, I mean, like you said, liked what you said, too, about manifesting it through their husband's jobs, through their partner's job, because it is when people are in a partnership, it does become a joint mindset. And if one partner switches, it can change things for the other partner as well. Oh, 100%. So, like, if the spouse is non-resistant and an open channel or vessel, 100% your mindset can just funnel through their job. A million percent. I've seen it a million times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, do you have any advice for listeners with the holidays coming up and, and just that pressure to, you know, spend and, oh, my gosh, how are we going to do this and that constriction that a lot of people feel around Christmas time? Do you have any advice for them? Yeah, the biggest thing I think around this time, because, you know, we're going to spend money, we're going to buy presents. The biggest thing around this time would be, like, to tune into yourself. Like, when you're about to swipe your card, and you feel restricted, and you don't feel good, and you feel like you don't have the money, take a big step back, right? Like, don't do it from that place. Like, one of the best things we can do with money is honor it, is be in a relationship with it. So spend it well. Spend it with a clear conscience. Feel good about what you're doing. And if you're about to do it with the story of, oh, we can't afford this, I shouldn't be doing this, then that is not a good time to swipe your card. And it doesn't mean you can't make the same purchase. It means you need to step back, tell a new story, get into a new energetic state, and feel good about the decision you are making. I am blessing my kids. I'm honoring my spouse. This purchase is representing this. And get into a space where you are beginning to talk with money, feel good about money, have a clear intention around how you receive money, because we just kind of convolute our our energy when we – when we aren't, when we're, when we're not clear and we're avoiding looking at the way we're spending and how we're spending and, and how we're feeling with money. It's like a relationship mm-hmm. where you would never talk to your partner. We have to get into a, a clear, clean, exciting, feel-good relationship with money. That's a great idea. I like that it's a relationship because it is. It treats us a certain way and we treat it a certain way. And it shows up for us and we show up for it. I mean, it is truly, in my life, it's a relationship. It's a partner. It's an ally. It's a resource. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's a friend. Money is a friend to oh. me. You know? Yeah. I feel loved and appreciated and supported by money each day. I love that because I don't think a lot of people can say that. I think a lot of people, it's something that they dread and it's something that they're nervous about. And I don't think a lot of people say, I feel supported by money. And that's, yeah, that mindset yeah, right we can shift it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But only we can shift it for ourselves. Only we can do the work around money, which is why I exist, <laughs> which is why I'm alive, is because I understand <laughs> how to shift the energy around money and to change our mind around money. Oh, absolutely. Now, then my last kind of question goes to your, your past and your shift around money. When you made that shift, did you take your entire family of origin with you, or was there some resistance and some confusion over what is she doing and how is she doing this, and how did that all go? Because sometimes people aren't ready to shift, and that's okay, but that breeds a lot of concern for people. Yeah, you know, I made the decision early on to really view the work I was doing with money as sacred and to not Mm -hmm. talk to anyone else about it. So I had a boyfriend at the time, you know, I had been with for many years, like we 
had a very close relationship. We were living together, you know, and then obviously like my parents, my, my siblings, like I just, I chose to not talk about it. I held the work as sacred and I did my work. Because what women often do is they think they have to convince the spouse, convince the boyfriend, convince the best <laughs> friends that, that what they're doing with money is the right way to do it. And it's like you don't actually need anyone else to get it. You need to get it. Once you truly get it, then you're going to hold a lot of space for someone else to step up and get it too. But it's not because you convince them. Like in my relationship, it was just me doing my work, me cleaning up my side of the street, me taking care of my own belief systems and, and all my own stuff. And over time, he shifted too. Of course he did. You know, before, and it right. wasn't the right partnership for us for this lifetime, and that's fine. But before the relationship ended, he had started a business, and it really had changed the whole way he viewed money. And, but I never once. I never once lectured him or preached to him or told him how it should be for him. I did my right. own work. And over time, of course, he asked me little questions and things came up. But that's not really the point. Like, we have to do the work for us, and we don't have to yeah. explain it to anyone else. And over time, they will get it. They will get it. You know, my parents yeah. get the way I live now. My, my family gets the way I live. Like, I have many friends who have elevated the way they do life and business and the way they think of and receive money through my work, but I, I don't ever go and preach to someone about these things, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. And I get, and with anything, sometimes people just fall away, and it's not that it's a yeah. falling out. It's just that people fall away, and life, you move on. Well, yeah, that would be the other thing. Either they, in any of these situations, all these people have the opportunity to rise up or fall away. And we don't mm-hmm. need to worry about which way it goes. Yeah, you're completely right. Right. Oh, good. I just love it. Well, I would love for you to give the listeners, you know, all of your information, Facebook, Instagram, website, all of that good stuff, so they can find you, so they can check out some of this stuff. And same thing, even though I was intending on doing it before the interview so I could have more specific questions, I'm definitely going to go check more stuff out. <laughs> Thank you. That would be awesome. Um, so it's amandafrances.com, F-R-A-N-C-E-S, amandafrances.com. And I'm XO Amanda Francis on Instagram, XO Amanda Francis on Facebook, so facebook.com slash XO Amanda Francis, um, on Tumblr, on Twitter, on all of them, XO Amanda Francis on all of them. And then to find me on YouTube and on my YouTube videos, you can search Amanda Francis, and I will pop up. Perfect, perfect, perfect. And then like that, there's tons of free content, um, tons of low cost, high cost. And again, what people pay you is going to come back to them if their heart's in the right place. Yeah, 100%. Like I think it's funny because people ask me, you know, like do you believe you have to make investments to receive money? You have to hire a coach. You have to invest in courses. And it's like no, not necessarily. But when you invest, believing that you will receive through the investment, when you invest and you're making a declaration to the universe about the shift you are making through the investment, then of course the investment holds that energy, right? So you can make these decisions that you're going to invest in these things knowing that it serves you and knowing that you're going to your next level and knowing that you're shifting and then you will because of your faith, not because of my course. My courses are all amazing but you believing in the work you're doing inside the course is the actual activator. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. And the other thing too for people who sometimes look at titles or look at the content and think, I don't know if I need that. For me personally, I buy a lot of content. I buy a lot of different courses. I watch a lot of different things because I'm curious. And also because I trust what needs to be put in front of me is going to be put in front of me. And sometimes I will purchase the same course that I've read you know, five different ways from five different other people, but for some reason, something that day hits me and I get it in a way that I've never gotten it before just because I'm ready and the universe put it there for me. Totally. And that's the whole thing about being led and trusting yourself and doing what feels good and doing what feels right. Like, yeah, when it shows up and you want it, that's something. We don't have to analyze, like, why you want it or if you should want it or if there's something better. Like, it's showing up in your awareness and you desiring to have it, though sometimes it might be scary or whatever. Like, I think, mm-hmm. I think one of my core bottom line things is that we can trust ourselves. We can trust our hearts and our desires. We can make moves that feel right and trust and know that it's going to be everything it needs to be, right? Oh, exactly, exactly. So good. I I will encourage people then to just, same thing, peruse your stuff. Check it out. Check out the free stuff. Check out the purchase stuff. Even if you think you've already done it before, hey, if it strikes you, go do it again. (laughs) You never know what's going to be a stick this time. Because the bottom line is you deserve more. Everyone deserves more. If you want more, you should have it because life is fun. And the earth yeah, is one of my beliefs. Yes, one of my beliefs, you know, is like that we get to have it all. Like it's not that either we get great love or great sex or great money or like we get to have it all. Like we are worthy of a life and business we're wildly obsessed with. And like there are no limits. The limits truly mm-hmm. only exist inside of ourselves. And we get to drop the, the idea that there's in some way, it's not safe to have it completely the life we want, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And if we choose to put a limit on ourselves, as long as we're aware that that is my choice and that that is my limit, then great, have at it. But you're right, we are unlimited. We can create anything. We can have anything. Amazing. I agree completely. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Well, thank you so very much from the bottom of my heart for being on the show today. I really think, well, I know I had a great time talking to you, and I know that this message is going out to people who need to hear it. And I look forward to them receiving your wisdom and to having their lives changed. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I had the best time. It was so fun. You are welcome. And listeners, she gave all of her information. I'm going to put that on my show page as well. Um, If for some reason you can't find her, you can always find her through me. I will hook you guys up. You know where to find me. You can find me here on the Dream Vision 7 webpage. You can find me on the Dream Vision 7 Facebook page. You can find me on my own Facebook page, Laura, L-O-R-A. Cheadle, C-H-E-A-D-L-E. Pyramid Fusion. Pyramid Fusion has a Facebook page, and Pyramid Fusion also has a website, www.pyramidfusion.com. And I can keep up with Amanda and give you her contact information if you need that. I also just want to emphasize how important 
important this work is, how important it is for us all to get a handle on money and our relationship with money and how crucial it is for us to get over the belief that money is not spiritual. Yes, I understand there are many people who have in past lifetimes as well as in this lifetime taken vows of poverty. And that's wonderful if that's a choice that you are consciously making. But it's not something that you have to do. It's not required in order to get into heaven, so to speak. Money is a medium. Money is you know, something that's useful. And if you don't want to deal with it, fine. You truly don't have to. But if you want the benefits of what money can bring you, then by all means, learn about how to relate to money. And it's not an anti-spiritual thing. It's not that it's going to make you less spiritual. Like Amanda has, you know, talked about a little bit in today's show, money provides a lot of experiences, a lot of opportunities. It provides things for you as well as for other people. And a lot of good can be created by using money. Yes, I totally understand a lot of bad things can be created by having a you know, unhealthy balance, an unhealthy love of money. I get that. But by and large, we are humans. As much as we try to be souls and spirits and all of that good stuff, which is all true as well, right now we are having a human experience. I'm going to repeat that. Right now we are having a human experience. And since we are having an human experience, we kind of need to deal with things that are here on this earthly plane. We have bodies. We need to take care of them. We need to treat them right. We need to exercise. We need to eat right. We need, you know, to, to wash, to stretch, to sleep. Sleeping is an earthly experience. We don't deny our need to sleep simply because we're trying to be spiritual and money is a part of that human experience too. Humans eat. Humans sleep. Humans have always used some form of currency, whether it was shells or rocks or stones. And, you know, people talk about bartering for goods too. And that's great. If, if you've got, you know, interested in doing that, if you do bartering with people, that's great. But bottom line, that's a form of currency. And there's nothing inherently better or worse about using rocks or stones or bartering or cash money. Cash money is just stuff that we have assigned a value to, and it's something that we use. So if you are stressed about using money but you're okay with bartering, I would challenge you to step back and realize bartering is still a form of currency. It's just that you're using your services as that medium. And maybe that can help release some of those blocks that you may or may not have. And, you know, I admit, I get trapped in thinking about money in certain terms. It's easy 
to look at people who abuse money and who put money above all else and say money is the root of all evil. Money is not the root of all evil. People can use money for good and they can use it for bad. People can use relationships. There are plenty of abusive, controlling, manipulative relationships out there too. It's not that all relationships are bad. It's not that everybody has to be in one or doesn't have to be in one. But it really behooves us all to have a positive mindset and to understand our relationship with relationships. Same thing with absolutely anything that you've got going on. Everything can be used for good. Everything can be used for bad. We have blocks to so many different things. But the bottom line is, you're having a human experience right now. You're in a body. Right now, on earth, we use money as our form of exchange. So why not have a healthy relationship with money? Why not learn as much as you can about how to create what it is you want? Nobody is telling you you have to create millions and millions of dollars. Perhaps you want to create $100 a week. That's great. Perhaps you want to create five. That's great. Perhaps you want to create a thousand. That's great. The money doesn't matter. The universe doesn't care if you ask for a parking space or if you ask for a Learjet. It doesn't matter. It just matters for you. What do you want? And I love, love, love what Amanda said. Move to that why. Why do you want it? Wanting something to show off is probably not a great energetic place to be working from, to be creating from. But wanting things so you can have a joy-filled, wonderful, happy life is very positive, whether it's for yourself or for your friends or for your family. I want to have a beautiful home with enough space so my friends and family and clients can come over so we can celebrate and we can connect and we can do things. It's that energy of doing beautiful things and creating beautiful things. God wants us to be happy. (laughs) We want us to be happy. So enjoy and work on your relationship with money. Have a fantastic, wonderful, money-filled, joyful week, especially with all of that holiday shopping. And as usual, don't forget to flaunt everything that you've got. Tune in next time to Flaunt. Build your dreams, live your sparkle with radio host Laura Cheadle every Wednesday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Dream Vision 7 radio network. Come release outdated labels, roles, and scripts. Reveal the calling of your soul and re-choreograph your own life, even when you're unsure of what you want. In five bold and glittering strokes, you too can build your dreams and live your sparkle. Find out more about Laura at PyramidFusion.com.